Hey y'all, it's Rachel and Charmaine. Hey Charmaine. Hey Rachel. We are the Pleasureologists and this is the Scoop on Sex podcast. Welcome everybody. Welcome, welcome. We're so excited Let's talk to be about here. Sex. Let's talk about sex, baby. I, you know I had to sing. <laughs> <laughs> it's never not going to happen. So what is the Scoop on Sex? What are we? What are we doing here? What are we doing here? That's a good question. That's a, <laughs> that's a broad question. <laughs> Private joke, everybody. That's a broad question. <laughs> that is. So what, what, why do we do this? Why did we decide to do this? I'm putting this all on you all of a sudden. I apologize. I just realized I didn't tell you I was going to start throwing questions at you. Asking you about the you meaning can... of life. Trying to tell all right, us. Throw it all. To solve all the world's problems <laughs> in two seconds. But go ahead. Do it. <laughs> solve the world's problems in two uh no let me be quiet uh okay so <laughs> why do we do this i think there are a number of reasons why we do it right first mm-hmm. of all um the evolution of sex and the evolution of both men and women sorry guys but more so women um when it comes to sex and uh life in general i read this interesting poll today that said men in their 20s are there are more single men in their 20s right now than ever so we're doing this to kind of discuss what's really going on what the changes are how we are evolving i love that and you know and also like as we talk about that just the fact that people are having these conversations is why we want to do this because it still is somewhat of a taboo topic right like to sit in public and talk about sex people still kind of it doesn't feel normalized all the time where people look at you like what are, you, are we supposed to be talking about this um so we want to normalize it like sex is important pleasure is important exactly. i think what it i think and i think that's what it is right the word pleasure for a lot of people is a dirty word or it's a bad word there are a lot of words that you know like pleasure and sex and you know like, like even certain you know like terms like gratification self-gratification masturbation like all these things have become these dirty words for people and so i think it's a good time to start discussing and using all of the dirty words and really mm-hmm. putting it into perspective and the fact is like it once we start to use those words, we become not healthier just in our sex education, but as a society, because sex is a big part of it. But side note about dirty words, do you know what masturbation, what the root means? Rachel's going to tell us. Shoot. I'm going to tell you now. It is a dirty word. I've, I've, it means to defile. Mm. We all know that word defile. Mm. I like to defile the shit out of myself. I'm just kidding. I'm just going to go out on a limb and say there aren't a lot of people who do not. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) No, but those words, like we need to learn how to say them and to to talk to other people about it and to be able to communicate like, one, self-pleasure is so important. Learning about your body, experiencing your body so that you can know what you want and don't want and you can have the confidence. But then it's to be able to talk about it with your partner because how often do you hear like, oh, my partner doesn't pleasure me the way I like. Or my partner does this thing I don't like or won't do this, right? Yeah. And they they expect it to be like magic, like you're with somebody new 
And they should just know what you like and don't like. Like, we're all different. We all have... I'm not going to like what you like. I mean, I don't know. I think... I mean, I might I think the sex talk is important, yes. And people find it very scary to have. Yeah, well, because I think traditionally, if if you look at it, um, a lot of times your partner has like a whole moment right like it's like immediately i think what happens is that people there are some people well a lot of people who kind of take it as an attack i remember having a conversation with somebody that i was with and i said you know i was like well you know i would prefer if you did things this way or i would prefer if my clitoris was not a turntable um and so you know like and i was like you know it 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 just seems like you're trying to get in and you know like just get the job done and you're forgetting that you know like i need other things like you know like my stimulation is a lot on the outside like people don't understand that a clitoris starts on the outside and then it's a huge this huge organ that goes inside the body but most of stimulation like i think i've read 80 percent of women 80 83 percent of women literally cannot have an orgasm without clitoral stimulation Mm -hmm. so if you are dating somebody if you are if you are in an active sexual relationship and you are having sex with this person all the time and she is always having an orgasm she's not always having an orgasm (laughs) (laughs) never (laughs) like do the math if you never touch her clitoris but I do remember having this conversation with the person I was with and I kind of like he kind of freaked out this was when I was like very young and he kind of like freaked out he had like a whole moment where he was like how dare you you know like I you know like I've been told by so many women that I'm good in bed you know like I'm just trying to make you happy and ple-. like it really kind of was this huge thing and I and we actually stopped having sex for a period of time because he didn't want to because he was so offended by me just trying to redirect and it's not and 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 so Ben I hope you're hearing that it is not about that you're doing something wrong or bad. I mean, maybe a little wrong, but it's not, it's about (laughs) learning someone else's body. Right. And not just doing what you've seen in movies or seen in porn or like read about, you know, like learning, experiencing each other's bodies together. So like, because PSA, PSA, the scoop on sex is the clitoris is not a turntable. Hear that the clitoris is not a turntable. Also, how crazy is it that the clitoris is like so newly being studied still? It's like fucking insane, and they're learning more and more and more about how how many how many nerve endings are in a clitoris, and it's more than a penis. So, how about that? But I always say, kind of treat that clitoris a little bit like when right after, like for men. Think about hold on. Now go. The clitoris and the penis are very similar. If we look at um, charts and and pictures and graphs of clitoris and penis, right? They're very similar, right? Men, just so y'all know, I hate to be the one to tell you this, gentlemen. You were born, like, when you were conceived, like, you were female. And then your clitoris dropped into a dick. But anyway, um, so (laughs) (laughs) I always say, like, kind of treat the clitoris like, think about after you've had, like, your best orgasm, right? Think about how sensitive your penis is right Mm -hmm. so think about like that just like the perfect touch or stroke right after that can get you going again it's kind of like you got to treat the clitoris like that sometimes that's kind of how we want you to start like you know don't go right in for the deep dive and once again the scoop on sex is clitoris is 
not a turntable. There not. aren't a lot of women who like that. We're just saying we like it. We don't. We don't. And we hate your fingernails. We hate your fingernails <laughs> on our clothes. <laughs> also while we're talking about that too about like not to be offended like about you know experiencing these and the only way you're going to know if you're in if you're a female with a vulva owner with a penis owner the only way the penis owner is going to know what they like is like you to be told and we're not being offensive it's not offensive but it's amazing how long it took to like now more so which is great when you hear this in conversation that toys are are viewed as like a good thing in the bedroom where I remember like years ago like trying to bring a toy in and being like um am I not good enough for you this has nothing to do with you you know it has nothing to do with your your game or how good you are you know you could be amazing I still there's still something that you can't do or that you know I need both at the same time or whatever it is and then and to now see the turn to more um Toys for men, boys yeah. to men. Sorry, I love this <laughs> Toys for men um, is really amazing to see that happening too. And then uh, now it's trying to like get people to use them. Yes, it really is. Like um, I will say that even though I have not in my life had a lot of partners, I have always been somebody who's interested in sex and I've always been somebody who's interested in toys. Mm-hmm. And so I will say that usually my, my partner, my, you know, like he's usually, they've usually had more female partners than I have had male partners. And the conversation around toys is always like ridiculous. Like I've never used that before or like, well, what's the point? Well, I don't get it. Or like, I don't like, so I'm not enough. Like I have a friend whose husband has like banned all toys from their bedroom and he gets highly offended every single time he hears us talking about it. Or I try to convince her to buy one. He has found toys in their nightstand and has thrown them away several times because he has said her orgasms belong to him. So it's just that's ridiculous. That's when they, that's where the fake is going to happen exactly i love hearing like hey grab your toy hey grab your toy i don't know i tried to do it in like a sexy voice but i don't really have one so um that was it so you try you want to you want me to do it hey grab your toy like that (laughs) i like it i wanted to be like masculinity i was trying to get a real masculinity sounding like a throaty masculine sound like hey oh see i can't get that i can't can't do that yeah but how do you know these voices? How do you do that voice? Where did you learn that? I know I've been a phone sex operator since I was 18 years old. So <laughs> we have a pro here. We have, I pretend to be a pro. Like I just send dirty shit a lot, but we have an actual pro. So it's all a game. It's all a game. It's all a game. But so like, just know we'll be doing it again. So stay on the lookout. But our sexting and dirty talk class, we have a pro in the mix. So it's a fucking great class. So join us next time because you're going to learn so much. Yes. I make weird voices. And I will say, well, I mean, you can do weird voices. You can do, like, I don't think, it's not, like, I, it really is kind of what the person is into and what gets you going. So, if a weird Oh, not for that. I'm sorry. Not in my dirty talk. I was just realizing as I'm sitting here with my microphone in my hand that if I have a microphone in my hand, I want to make weird voices sometimes like that. 
<laughs> I don't dirty talk in weird voices. I, I, I know, like, I will not kink shame. I'm not going to yuck somebody's yum. But I can't do that. Like, I can't do, like, also, like, baby talk. Hey, baby. Not, that's not even it. Like, that, I, that's not my, that's not my, my thing. <laughs> Wait, do the hey, baby again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to be able to do the same. Hey, baby. No, that's not it. I can't do it again. To do stuff kind of like, oh, look at mommy's big boy. Look at you in that diaper. Look at that. Like, they like stuff like that. (laughs) Yeah. I I mean, and I'm grateful that they have people that they can do that with and that they can explore with. That's just not my my thing. And what I have learned. So, listen. (laughs) Go ahead. Go ahead. No, there's no kink shame, you guys. However, we're going to be honest and we're going to discuss it. If you're, if you're, kink or if your thing is a little funny it's a little funny like you know like I have a praise kink sometimes it's a little funny to hear people say good you know like when you hear somebody say good girl there are whole times mm-hmm. where I'll burst out laughing depending on the thing and and it's okay to, to do that right to have you have to have, you should have fun with your kinks and your things and your um but earlier we were talking about pleasure and and about like toys and all this kind of thing one thing and through my years that I'm finally letting go well two things that I'm learning to let go of and a lot of it was like my own like self-work and and self-pleasure and all that is I was I had quite a few um I had a lot of fun in my younger years I'll just say it that way um but I was definitely like a um I faked a lot of orgasms and I was definitely like more um what's the word I'm looking for performative And I won't do that anymore. I'm like done. I'm not playing. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to be a performative person anymore. I'm going to be me. But I also realized this has been a hard one for me. I have a hard time letting go with somebody else, which means like to fully. It's not that I can't reach the orgasm. It's like I don't want to because then I feel like I lost control. You know what I mean? Like I just let them way too much into my life. Mm, yeah. Same. Well, same that in that I. Uh, spent a lot of years being performative, even knowing everything I knew about sex, even mm-hmm. discussing it with friends, like even being the go-to person with my friends about sex, even even all those things, I still found it. And, you know, writing romance and, and being a phone sex operator, I still found it much easier to be performative and just, you know, like kind of, I want to, I don't want to be mean about it, but like kind of just let him have his way. Mm-hmm. Like I would be, I would be like, you know, like tell you you're wonderful in a minute. Like, like phone sex operator would come on in a heartbeat. And the thing is that these were people that I was in a relationship with and they still didn't realize that. Mm-hmm. Like, if you know me, then you know, like you have to really know me, I guess, but like, then you realize how performative it is. And a lot of times it was the same thing. Like, I just didn't want to let anybody in like my background, which one day we'll go into way more, but my background of like abuse mm-hmm. makes it where it's just much easier for me to want to be in control and give you a performance. Wear my mask. I call it wearing the mask. Wear mm-hmm. my mask. Give you a performance and be done with it. And I think <laughs> I think it will be good to talk about both our past at some point, so people really understand why we're doing this work. But I think that's a deep like that's going to be a heavy episode. Um, it is. But I will it say, is, and I said I don't perform it, don't do performative anymore, but I will jazz it up some, you know, like give a little extra, woohoo, I don't really do a woohoo during sex, but you know, yeah. them, like, <laughs> I, 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 and if you can, you can't see me right now, but as I'm saying it, I was doing jazz hands, I don't do jazz hands in the bed, but I just realized that's what I'm doing. <laughs> Listen, I will say this, for I, I find that 
for penis owners in particular. Um, I mean, I guess a, a little sometimes for, you know, vulva owners, but for penis owners in particular, what I find, because I've done calls for he, she, they, and them. So what I will, what I do find is that, uh, you know, like particularly penis owners need that. They need that. They need to hear, you know, like, oh, oh you're the best or, you know, like, um, oh, it's all yours or you own this. You know, like they mm-hmm. need to hear things like that more so than women do. Like we kind of a lot of times people always say we need the sweet words. We don't necessarily need the sweet words because there isn't there's nothing like a, you know, like you're a dirty girl. You're such Ooh. a dirty girl. There's nothing like a good one. Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing like that. <laughs> don't fucking sweet talk me ever. Different. Don't don't bring that sweet <laughs> shit around me. <laughs> Listen, now we're going to be out and about someplace or we're going to be doing one of the sex expos or whatever and somebody's going to come right up and be like, you're such a dirty <laughs> Please do like that. That'll get me on your, that will get me on my knees a lot faster than like, I can't even think of something sweet. Like, oh, you're so kind. I don't even know a sweet word right now because I don't like them. But you're so kind. <laughs> You're so kind. That's my dirty. That's my sweet talk. Oh my god, you're such a right, kind. But there's nothing like a. There's nothing like a. Like a even like like good words though, because there's nothing like a good girl when you're doing something dirty though. A good girl. Yeah, there's nothing like hearing him say "good girl," but mm. when you're doing something dirty, mm. when you're doing something dirty, and he says "good girl," the dynamic is completely different. Okay, I'm I just too much of myself away. No, I'm like I'm thinking. I'm like, what do I actually like? I like, I just like fucking dirty ass shit and like, tell me you're going to throw me up against a wall and break the building. <laughs> the break- tell me you're going to break the building because then I'm going to have a thought of the building breaking down around me. But tell me. <laughs> the, ba- the break the building was an add on. It's usually just like, tell me you're going to throw me up against a wall. Yes. Yeah. Well, because, you know, I'm a romance writer, a romance and erotica writer, but I'm also a reader. I've been reading it. <laughs> since I was eight I know I shouldn't have been reading oh, was... that age it is what it is I was reading Jackie but... Collins and um, books about um, mistresses and prostitutes when I was about nine eight nine that's where I started that's where my my uh, my things come from I learned I want I really I, I I'm not sure how many people I've told this to but I, I've told you this before I really wanted to be a mafia princess you know, like the side chick or yeah. an escort because, yeah. well, one, I, I was still short then. Well, then I was tall when I was nine, but um, cause I've been this height since I was nine, which but now I'm short, but uh, I just wanted to wear high heels, a fur coat and sit on an airplane and have a martini or something. I don't know if I knew what a martini was back then, but like I, that's what I thought, you know, I didn't think all the other stuff, but that's where it comes from. So yeah, I spent a lot of my life wanting to be um you know doing in the sexual world or whatever doing romance novel doing romance novel thing being the bad girl in a romance novel. yes that's what i want to be i wanted to be the bad girl yes i have dirty bad girl fantasies but like you know the good i think everybody does i don't know i've talked to some people and they don't i I think that they're they a lot of people fight it because they don't understand the dual like their duality because I think that everybody has um, this interesting um, 
duality about them where they can be the good and be the dirty and they just don't realize it. And it's, right. sometimes it's harder to bring it out because, you know, conditioning. Like I grew up um, with two, mainly with two religions, with a lot of religions, but mainly with two religions. So mainly in Islam and then um, as a Christian. And so both those things tell me that me talking about sex or me having sex a certain way or me really having sex at all is wrong <laughs> or enjoying it is wrong. So um, I just think that it it becomes like you trying to hide behind that, like what's the good, like trying to be the good. But I think everybody has it in them. And they just don't realize that you got to embrace the dirty a little bit. It's okay. You're not going to, that doesn't mean go out and rob a bank. You're not going to go Oh, I would love guys. to do that so badly. I think about those things. <sighs> fantasy room get a fantasy room i also want to every time i see a police officer i want to try and rip their gun see if i can like go up and grab their gun and i know i would never do it but like that i think i have a hard time like keeping my good side i but, but i just think i have a cold dead heart i could be wrong oh you do not have a cold dead heart you say that <laughs> all the time it's so there it's so there we're gonna keep this conversation that part of the conversation out of it, but the, the, it's it's so there. Blah 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 blah. Okay, I was gonna. You just s- gotta embrace both. Oh, you gotta embrace some WL. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. I will stop with like saying something that none of y'all are ever gonna know. You're fine. Somewhere, 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 my WL person um, is is probably thinking about WLing me right now. By the way, side note, WL. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just clear this up a little bit because this is a get to know us session. So WL is the way somebody sent me something um, because we've been going back and forth doing this little with love dance. So WL is just with love, guys. Don't like that's that's what it is. I have no problem saying it. He'll he'll eventually hear this and be like, <laughs> oh, I know you're talking about me. That's true. And so just so and and for side note too, we will if you call in and ask a question and you want us to like bring it up on the air or like you know something on the air in the podcast, um, we will all always use nicknames. We'll never use your name. I use nicknames for anybody that I talk about on podcasts. So like, don't worry about being at it. We might tell stories that you'll know we're talking about you. But no one else will. It's our dirty little secret. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Because we are gonna. So I've, I've, I've been talking to Rachel and telling her I feel like we need to discuss some of the DMs and emails that we get, um, <laughs> even just starting as a pleasureologist. So maybe what we'll do is we'll start on a pot on our podcast, like every, like when we release them on every podcast, we'll do like the featured DM or email. <laughs> We think it's really funny um, just what people think they can send and just what people will send. Yeah. Yeah. My WL was making fun of that the other day when I said, oh, we're about to do a, a Talk Dirty website a, a workshop. And I got, I got, you know, that question that we got, can I bring a partner and it's clothing optional? <laughs> <laughs> I know if you come to one of our workshops, please have your clothes on. We get that a it's lot. The clothing, that clothing optional and like, Especially like our self pleasure classes, we get that so much because I think people and like, or or is it participatory or something like that? I forget. Was it Nate? Can we? Is you know, are we all going to be watching each other? So I guess what they were thinking is we were all going to be watching each other masturbate, and or we were going to be on screen, on film, on camera, whatever it's called. I don't know. I'm old timey. We're going to be on film. Um, <laughs> masturbating and that's we're we're, i can promise you charmaine and i will talk a lot of dirty shit 
You will never, you might see us with a dildo in our mouth for a blowjob class, but you will never see us naked for class. Exactly. It's where we draw the line. We're classy that way. Um, yeah. That just made me think of something, though. What did I just. Okay, keep talking because I'll remember. <laughs> <laughs> so there's no nudity in our classes. We would love to have you. We would love to hang out with you. We'd love to chit chat and laugh and, you know, give you some tips and some tricks. And like I, like Rachel said, you, you may see us, you know, dildo in mouth, dildo in hand. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you may see clitoris in hand and mouth, whatever. But what you will not see is my tatas. I'm no. sorry. I'm I, I've I've had five children. You will not see my tatas. Okay? I have not had five children. You still won't see mine. So there. <laughs> and You're not seeing my vulva, my tatas, my my no, ass. This vulva ain't for your eyes. What? Because <laughs> I mean, because I like to think of myself like as I said, I get very dirty. I'm dirty. I love talking all things dirty. I love dirty shit. I love all that kind of stuff. Not shit, shit. You know, just dirty stuff. Yeah. But um, I consider myself like monogamously slutty. Like I want to do all the slutty things. Or like slutty is not, I, I, I like the word slutty. So if that word offends you, please like think about, you know, use a different word. But I like to think of it as like, I am pro slut. So yeah, I'm pro that word. So like the fun, dirty things, but I like to do them with one person because he, the thing is like the more you're with that person doing all these fun, adventurous things, the more exciting it gets, right? Because you know each other's bodies so much and you can tell like, oh, that that's not going anywhere. You know what I mean? Like yeah. real quick, you can be like, that wasn't the right move. Yeah, and yeah. and also, and this goes back to the thing with toys and all that. I know like sometimes you're like, who the f- I don't want to sit down and talk to my guy about sex and what I like and don't like. I get that it's a weird, it can be weird and awkward to have that conversation. But on the flip side, it could be really fun because you could take out, there's these lists, like these will, won't, want lists or yes, no, maybe lists that have all these different sexual things on them. And they have them for different things. And, and you can also create one and make it a game. But you start talking about sex, right? Like right away. It's mm-hmm. like foreplay. Your body's getting like, ooh. You know, it's like handcuffs. Ooh. And then you start thinking about it, right? Like, huh, wonder what it feel like when he handcuffs me. And then you might notice like maybe it's um, lick my ass. And you're like, oh, that just kind of closed that that stopped that little sensation but it's like just getting to know those feelings really quickly yeah yeah so the conversation can be fun i know it's awkward but it also makes sex a lot better i know what i was going to tell you Mm. sorry this this is going in reverse for a second when we're talking about self-pleasure classes i was watching a show on the old hulu with um called planet sex cara delavine yes And I never, I didn't finish all the episodes, but I really, there are parts of each episode that I really enjoyed and kind of learned something from. And I do, I think she's an interesting person to watch. So it was fun. But she went to this class, this self-pleasure class in, I want to say it was in New York. And this is what I'm saying where I, maybe people, this is why some people, we get this question sometimes, are you naked? Now the people were closed in class, but basically you're in a, the, the instructor shows different masturbation techniques to try and they each have a name like the taco something the smush the taco or something i don't remember the motorcycle which is like fingers inside and then like one on your clitoris and you rev like a motorcycle right but so she teaches these things then everybody and you can have a blindfold if you want it everybody lays down in a circle like heads towards each other so you're not feet to feet 
your head to head kind of and practices the techniques. I've seen this. I've seen this class before. I've heard about this class. A friend of mine went to a very similar class and asked me if I wanted to go and I politely declined. Yeah, that's uh, not my thing. Yeah. So like no, no shade, no shame, no, 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 no. any of that. But yeah, no, I no, love I'm to not, touch I'm myself. Oh, my friend sent me a picture of a car and around the plate. And I can't remember exactly what it said, but I'm going to tell you. So no, that's not my thing. But they also have these female, I wish I could remember the name. I'm going to say for, save that, but, um, these female like sex parties called like skirt something, skirt girls or something. That again, like I'm, I'm, I like penises, so that's not my thing. But it was really a cool idea, kind of, because it was getting women together in a safe space just to explore. I love that idea. I definitely. do. I, I, I love that idea. Love that. Okay. Yeah. The car tag around. What's the thing called around the tag? If you have a plate and you put a thing on it. I have no idea, but that's a good question. Okay. So <laughs> the thing around the thing, it says, um, "I'm touching myself tonight." I want that so badly. Because yeah. you know what? Uh-huh. It will be happening. I know everyone. A lot of tonight. attention. A lot of attention. <laughs> <laughs> and what's the thing is, too, like, one, it feels good, right? Like, duh. Right? Like, yeah. It feels good. We've all been, like, exploring touch and, like, humping things since we were little. The first time you could get a little pleasure feeling, it's like, ooh, what was that? Um, but then I got caught, I think, uh, I've said this, I don't think I've said this, I think I told you this story, I got caught by my sister's friends, like, humping on a bed or something, and uh, they said to me, I better get really good at this, because nobody's ever going to love me, or want to be with me. That was just cruel. So that was really cruel, and it was, that, it was, this has sat with me my whole life, and still, and so, like, they were wrong, but, um, but, Sorry, I would sidetrack there. But also, like, hell, it is good for you to have an orgasm. It is good for your sleep to have an orgasm. It can help put you to sleep. It can help wake you up. It relieves stress. It builds confidence. Yeah, you know, I haven't, I haven't had much sleep in two days, and I just was saying to myself, I, I've been very busy. So, and I, I, you guys will learn, I'm a terrible sleeper. I'm a god awful sleeper. But I haven't had much sleep in two days, and I literally was saying to myself, maybe I just need to have an orgasm because I haven't had an orgasm in like a week, mm-hmm. which is not usually me. Like, don't don't judge me, people. It's been very, it's been a very busy couple of weeks. So, like, eh, maybe I just need to have an orgasm. I yeah. woke up the other night in the middle of the night and went to my my bag of tricks and like half asleep, grabbed my bullet, my trusty bullet. I love bullets. They're like the easiest go-to. Low stress. And just grabbed my bullet and was like, oh, it was like four o'clock in the morning. I'm like, I can now sleep again for, of course, I was still up super early, but I did go back to sleep. <laughs> I like yeah. stumbled in, like I didn't turn on any lights. I'm like fumbling in the bag looking for the thing I wanted. I have. Sure. I always say you gotta have you gotta have like, uh, like multiple layers. Like I have in my particular closet. So I don't have bags. I have boxes. Like mm-hmm. I have like a box that like, you know, like a tame box. It's kind of 
just for me by myself or like I'll do it with like a beginner for a partner or whatever. I definitely have toys I only use as myself. And then like I have another box that's like I always say like that's like your graduate. Like, you know, like I kind of have like your mid box and then I have like your graduation box. Like you really got to know me to get all three boxes. Mm. Yeah, like I've never I have not had a partner that got past the first box. Mm, interesting. So I um I have <laughs> I don't, you know, when you buy like a sheet set, like UGG comes in this big, my, my flannel UGG sheets came in this great big bag. And inside of that, I have all these separate Ipsy bags from, cause I, a skincare whore and I love getting my Ipsy bags. Um, but I, I have separate bags. So I have like bondage bag, you know, like they're mm-hmm. in different bags. Then I have things that can get lost or in zipper bags. Then I have like my toys. And yes, I realize that now, like I have my toys separated by like, this is like, mm, this is when I really like want extra time. And I'm like, it's a little, but when I, then I have my quick toys and my. But then you're like, but think about it. Think about those bags, right? Because like at least two of those bags, it's like, would I, would I like, hmm, the person am I dating right now? Would I use this with him? Like how much trust do we have to use it? And I think that's kind of what goes Ooh, into my so, for my boxes. Okay. So right now the person that that I know in my, that whatever, um, would get all the boxes. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, but again, I'm so slutty right in that way. So I think, I think people would get to my boxes <laughs> very quickly and easily. <laughs> so right now, the person, my, my WL person <laughs> that Rachel keeps teasing about, um, is legitimately probably the only person that I've ever even thought about being able to get all the boxes. Mm, see, I think, again, because I, I have this, I think that I would want to use them. Well, I say that. No, I think, I think my boxes will get broken into pretty quickly. If I'm with you. But I also, like, won't be with just anyone anymore. So I think I wouldn't be with you if I didn't want you to break all my boxes. Or get in my boxes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not getting in all my boxes. I'm just kidding. For sure. But, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> or all my holes. Um, like, I'm not having ear sex. Um <laughs> but that goes a lot with the emotions, right? Because, like, you got to really think about it, like, for me personally, when it comes to sex, my emotions are like heavily involved and tied into it, right? Like the type of sex I have, how much sex I have, like when I want to have sex, if I really want to be with you, all those things for me, my emotions are heavily tied into it. In case y'all didn't know, I am a cancer and I am ruled by my emotions. But um, so <laughs> it really is kind of just that for me with the boxing, mm, I... right? Like, so I was, I was, in a pretty serious relation well yeah i was married Mm -hmm. i was married and i will say that you know my husband probably only got box one he didn't even get to two and three okay i would say i was in a long-term relationship and i would not i think like this is me now he's not getting in any of my boxes he was not getting in any boxes but that was that's a that's for another time but i am an aquarius so i'm pretty detached emotionally and um i don't understand emotions (laughs) <laughs> I'm trying to help her guys. <laughs> I have I get anger. Anger I get rage, I get anger, I get frustration. Ooh, Aquarius is chiming. Um, yeah, we're a weird bunch. 
Well, um, chances are too. Yeah, and and of course, the person Dubai is a that I talked to. Um, whatever. Um, see, now I'm like, I'm like, I'm to taking this all back. Um, he is a cancer. Yeah, yeah. So uh, he's ruled by his emotion. Yeah, and he goes in his shell a lot. Um, but now I just want to delete all this. I don't. I'm not talking about me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is what's gonna happen. What's gonna happen is periodically we are going to discuss emotions and more than likely i'm going to be the one to discuss emotions way more than rachel people and i'm gonna be i'm gonna be sitting over here in my place really uncomfortable sweating and wanting to throw up all over the place and stab my eyes out (laughs) but eventually I know that I'm going to wear her down and she is going to discuss her emotions more. Where I know we're going with it. You want to know what my emotion is? Emotions mm. are dumb. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, it is really hard for me. I do have hard time. The first time that I tried to like have like a serious, like I would sit when I was seeing somebody else. Um, the asshole is what his nickname was. Um, because he ghosted me after a while. But anyway, long story. It's not really a long story. But I want to, when I was not with him, I'm like, I wanted, there's all these things I wanted to talk about and tell him, right? And so as soon as we'd be together, he'd be like, what's going on? What do you, how are you feeling? What are you doing? And I'd be like, I'm fine. And I couldn't say it. Like, I would just like, nope, he is not getting that emotion out of me. Finally, I had to tell him something. Like, I really wanted to have a conversation. So I said, hey, asshole. Um, <laughs> I need to talk to you about something. He's like, all right, talk. And I'm like, um, can we go back to back? <laughs> and that's how I do. But there is, so if you do have trouble, like, with that eye contact and you're getting used to communicating differently, you can sit side by side with your person that you want to talk to. You can even do it so you have a little bit of a touch with them if that makes you feel a little, soothes you a little bit. But if you, if you, like me, struggle and, like, as soon as you look them in the eye, you're like, fuck no, they are not going to know any of this about me because fuck that, then they know my emotions. Um, side to side or back to back, I know it, sound, it might sound silly, but it gets the communication started. Yeah. Well, for me, you will literally get a letter or a text message. Um, and I'm one of those people where it's a 50-50 thing. Sometimes I wear it on my face. Like you'll know, mm-hmm. or some, because like it's not, and it's not even like it's just certain emotions. Like if you're heavily annoying me or getting on my fucking nerves, um, you're gonna see my face, and then you're gonna be like, oh, well, maybe I'm heavily annoying her. And sometimes not. Sometimes like I, I had like I'm the master at, and this is comes from working in medicine. <laughs> I'm the master at going into a room and talking to people and going, uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh, my gosh. That's interesting. Really? Yes. And they will mm-hmm. walk out of the room and be like, oh, my God, I love her. She loves me. And then I will have a, a, you know, like, I will, in the back of my mind, be like, you're a fucking jerk off. But <laughs> the person will the person will never know. And, and that's, I guess it's a gift and a curse. Because I've been able to, like, insult people right to their faces and mm-hmm. make it a joke. And they'll be like, oh, my God, she's so funny. I'm really not joking. You really are an asshole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, like, serious, serious emotional stuff, like, for real, like, seri- like with men, um, usually, for me, it's a letter or, like, I'll send, like, a really long text or something because I am a writer at heart and I have to, like, get it out and it has to sound a certain way. Now I will write some shit, and and then I will. Pr- I, I have sent letters, and then they can't read them because my handwriting is terrible. So I feel better about it. But 
Um, yeah, so I think, like, going back to, like, about this podcast, I'm going to start to, we're going to, like, this is the kind of conversations we're going to be having and we want to have with you as a community. And we also want your feedback. Like, what do you, what do you, where are you struggling sexually? What do you want to learn more about? You know, fun stuff, all kinds of stuff. So there's nothing like ask us. You know, that's what we're here for. And we do also have a gr- a Facebook group that's being created where there's going to be some great community. And it is the Scoop on Sex. With the pleasureologist. Because that's us. And you're going to get lots of scoops. You'll get scoops on sex. You'll get scoops about us. Because the more I believe, I believe in this, the more you know us and really understand our why and how we, you know, go about things, the more you're going to want to you know, take classes with us, see events, because you're really going to get to know us and understand that we are really passionate about this. And this is how we live our lives. Yes. And side note, in the group, um, I think this is really important. I think anonymity is very important. So in the group, you can ask and answer questions anonymously. Um, yes. I think that's super important for people to know because I think that's why people sometimes are so quiet is because they don't realize they can be anonymous. Yes, you can be anonymous. So, and besides our Facebook group, we are building our Patreon where you'll get lots of cool stuff on there. Um, so check it out. There's different levels for what's good for you. So check out our Patreon. Our Instagram is the Pleasureologists. And, and we have some upcoming classes. Our next class is, I believe, mid-March. And um, that will be steak and a blowjob because it's actually a day, steak and a blowjob day, and it's right before that. So we'll talk about. I mean, you're not going to get many cooking tips for me. Charmaine's the cook, and she's. I haven't had her food, but I can tell you she's amazing. And um, we'll have. Uh, well, I blow- mean, the steak part. The steak part is good. The steak part is good. I'm more looking forward to the blowjob, but okay. Mm, yeah. Um, it's yes. So it'll be really fun, and we'll have some stuff in our some special stuff in our Facebook group and our Patreon. So y- y'all check us out. But please DM us too. Like send us our, send us your messages. Let us know what you want to hear. Let us know what you would like more of and like to know about, like kinks, BDSM, sexting, all of it. Ask us condoms, whatever, whatevs. Yeah, let's have a discussion. Yes, let's keep this going. So we will be doing this um our podcast you'll be seeing it um bi-weekly i believe maybe more yeah. sometimes you never know we might just hop on one day and record because we got some shit to say that we gotta get off our chest but we are here please join our facebook group like us and follow us on instagram and we are so excited thank you so much for joining us and we'll be back again for more they can see me that. like a little movie screen. I go, they can see me like a little movie screen. They can see me like a little movie screen.